Many people have problems with art and not with reality. So why is art different? It's pretty simple, right? This is knowledge, this is thinking, this is thought. Yeah, it does something strange with your head. Welcome to the Undergang Armchair. Bring it. Welcome to the Undergang Armchair. My name is Ando. Hello, everybody. How are you? Today, we have another great show for you which functions kind of as a, a bit of an antithesis to the uh, last few episodes, not in a negative or positive sense, but in a differing sense. We have the fantastic Zen Balslev on today, which has uh, really been a long time coming, and we ended up talking about a lot of different facets of the art world, about having a practice, and about the kind of expectations slash priorities you might have. It really brought home one of the things I really love about making this show, which is uh, hearing about diverse viewpoints on this whole mess of making art, and uh, I really appreciated Sven's view on it. I honestly think that kind of point of view is not heard often enough, so I'm very happy to have it here. There's no other real news this week. If you uh, want to see some art, then I would recommend former guest of this very program, Adam Yepison's show at uh, Martin Aspect Gallery, which is up now. And uh, I hear there's a Cindy Sherman show at Museum Yorn in Jutland, which uh, I can only imagine is worth seeing. So if you're in those parts, I believe it's in Silkeborg, then go see that. And with no further ado, please enjoy my talk with Sven Balslev. Oh, yeah, and we bought a record off you at uh, Oagillan. Uh, All right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know, five years ago, six years ago? But back then it was when uh, when I was framing my drawings that it was when I, when there was more money, I think. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not really framing drawings anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, framing costs a fucking fortune. Yeah, yeah, and I was, I was kind of new. Uh, I just, uh, I guess it was a year or two after I graduated from art school, so I... <laughs> I um, thought it was a norm to to frame the drawings, you know, it makes it easier to sell them. But also it was, uh, uh, because when I cleaned up my studio recently, I found all these drawings that I find crap now, but they are like sealed in these frames. Uh, you can get them out and put new ones in. That's right. That's right. I, I learned can, that. I can show you how to do that if you want. I also learned to, uh, when I do frame my drawing, to have them uh, open so I can uh, so I can use them. for. So you can change them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's smart because, I mean, that's the thing. You have an exhibition. You're looking at like, I don't know, 20,000 kroners in frames or, mm. you know, that's a lot of money to put on the table having no guarantee whatsoever that you're going to sell anything. Yeah, but also it's, uh, maybe it's a bit uh, too... Uh, anal to think too much about that but uh, the, the fact that when you frame the drawing the frame becomes like a part of the work mm. and you have to think a lot about that what color should the frame be and and uh, the drawings I'm doing I actually like to show them as they are you know when the fr when they are framed there's a lot that you don't really see like for example all the white out that mm. I use uh, all the I mean, coffee stains. Uh, right, it makes it more three-dimensional if it's just on the wall or hanging from something. Yeah, but less three-dimensional, but also more, uh, yeah, more like a painting. You know, mm. uh, it's uh, when you see see it through a glass. I think there's a lot that uh, that gets uh, wasted. Right, it gets kind of flattened out. Yeah, it yeah. flattens it. I think, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I just. Started just to nail them on the wall. Now, uh, it's a good way to do it. Well, it kind of fits with um, the whole ethos of the way you work. In a way, you know, it's all very uh, uh, homemade. Dare mm -hmm. I say, punk rock? You know, it's like it's very like fucking yeah, yeah. do it under any circumstances. You know, whatever materials, whatever whatever you got. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is the galleries. They they don't really. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult for them to sell sell them not when they're not framed, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It depends on the context where you're, what what you're aiming for, and where it's uh, going for. But I'm like, yeah. If, if a, a customer doesn't want like it because it's not framed, then it's, maybe it's not my my customer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, the 
the drawing in itself is it's the artwork is not uh, the frame uh, yeah. Yeah, I have a hard time remembering that just because I worked as a framer for so many years. So I'm always like, oh, the frame, you know, but it's gotten to the point where often I can't see the artwork because of the frame. Mm, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. look at that corner. That's really nicely made. Or that's some bullshit. You know, and I'm not even looking at the, yeah, the yeah. thing that's supposed to be the center <laughs> of attention. <laughs> but uh, but we just before we got in here, talked about that you grew up in in Switzerland. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but did you you? Did you just always draw and make make things, or was there a point where it turned? Well, you were going to be a, a soccer star, and then you were like, "Fuck that! I'm going to make art." No, uh, obviously, like like most people, I was drawing as a kid, and then I continued drawing. And there was a lot of influence. That is actually the the fact that I was raised in Switzerland and. Uh, French culture has a lot to say about my influence now also. How so? Well, uh, I, I was exposed to a lot of uh, a lot of comics mm. that are more uh, for adults, actually. That's right. They have a lot of the big, rich tradition of comics there, right? Yeah, they have a, a rich tradition of satire and comics. And, um, well, the things that I was exposed to as a teenager... Uh, still have a lot of relevance today, I think. So that was uh, primarily the underground cartoons and uh, yeah, more like adult cartoons mm. that my brother was buying and then uh, that I was having a peek in. And yeah, it's uh, always good to have that older figure who ha who introduces you to something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went to art school. Then uh, I there was some trips we went to and in Switzerland there's a lot of art you know it's there's a lot of money so there's a lot of uh, really good art mm. there are good collections and um, there's the Dubuffet Art Brut collection among other things which is like the best collection of Art Brut interesting uh, that that's in Switzerland yeah that's in Switzerland yeah. huh. in Lausanne um, huh. Do they have a museum or a, a space for showing it? Yeah, 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 they have a big museum. Actually, it's uh, Jean Dubuffet, the artist, the painter. Who it was his collection. He started collecting, and then he bought this place in uh, in Lausanne, and uh, that's where uh, his um, his collection is shown. And you can, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fabulous place. I want to go see that. You should. Uh, yeah, it's a really mind blowing pieces, you know. Mm. And, and since I saw that quite early, I've, I've al always been comparing this to um, how, how you might call it, the commercial or the the real art, the real art history, you know. Right, the sanctioned, uh, the the one in the books. Yeah, the yeah yeah the the one that is yeah. Well, art brut is also kind of a you can, you might say it's a, it's a movement, which is wrong, but it's a, a part of art history, of course. Yeah, because so many modern artists were influenced by it, including Dubuffet, and uh, then uh, since then I've been studying his um, his writings and his uh, way of uh, uh, his his whole project with this. Mm. And then to uh, just to move on about the influence, there was of course when I was a teenager, I was in, uh, got into punk, uh, the punk scene. There uh, was there a big one there. No, not at all. But there was uh, enough to, for me to, and a friend, me and friends to just hang out and uh, be bored and listen to, to, yeah. to the smoke Kennedy's cigarettes and, angrily. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very angrily and uh, tuning our. Uh, I didn't have my own, but like uh, this uh, moped, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, tuning moppets and smoking cigarette angrily and listening to Dead Kennedys and. Uh, yeah, there's also some good uh, French punk bands actually that mm. we were listening to back then. I imagine that it would be a kind of a shock to go into an art school then, that it might be a little too formal or too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, actually met a lot of people there from. Uh, I mean, when I was in art school in Switzerland, who was uh, who actually uh, showed me all the the cool stuff. Mm. Uh, so not the teachers, but the, the students, they, they introduced me to, I, I got some good friends that introduced me to the, the whole fanzine, uh, underground comics thing. So that was um, 
pretty in a pretty young uh, uh, pretty early stage mm. that I got into all this and since I've I mean all these things that I'm mentioning it's quite uh, powerful stuff I think still now and I mean um, yeah it's uh, it's it's like uh, when I've learned these things it's uh, there's a lot of other arts that kind of fades mm. compared to It just feels more important somehow or it affects you more or yeah i don't know it's uh, well I, I don't really know what i'm comparing to now because we haven't really started talking about yeah. anything really yeah, but yeah. Uh, but the the fact that this um, that these uh, things that i discovered uh, in that early age are still with me today it's uh... well there's always those things that kind of like open your mind as you go right you know because when you're i i came kind of late to art i think i was in my late i was like 18 or 19 and it was just because a friend of mine took me to um uh, the moma in san francisco oh yeah so but that's a very uh kind of sanctioned it's it's the right place to go look at art let's just put it that way and i didn't really get into uh punk rock fanzines art brood any of that sort of stuff until i went to art school mm. and it's funny how those coincidences are the things you kind of grab onto i was way more interested in being and i guess i still am in being a uh kind of more traditional artist i guess you could say okay yeah. hanging things on the wall uh you know selling uh, having nice frames making quality things you know and that's still something that affects the way i work mm. uh you know and it's just interesting these things that happen when you're young and how they affect yeah, yeah. for the rest of your life really i imagine mm. you know well i heard uh, recently i heard uh, an interview with uh, a writer which i forgot the name of but he said that something that it's like it's peaking when you're 17 you know that's where you learn that, that's where you discover stuff. yeah and then, and then that's it's like, like a, sets a course for you yeah yeah, and the, the, it's like an explosion and after that it may seem a bit cynical to say it but there's not really uh, that many new explosions you know it's uh you, you sort of go you, you sort of go out of that direction you know? yeah well, it's funny how much of that might be coincidence then yeah, this it is really purely coincidental, you know that you. Uh, Although obviously it affects you to a to a level, you know you you immediately gravitated to that. But uh, but what happened? You moved to Denmark. You said when you were like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, mom and dad. I'm out of here. I'm going to Denmark. Yeah, yeah. I got I got kicked out of the the art school. My I had the bad um, uh, car- uh, notes. Yeah, my. Uh, had the uh, the grades yeah they had bad grades so i just got kicked out of the school and i for sort of wanted to move to denmark before that also what was the big plan uh I, yeah do you have any plan when you're 16 uh, i had really. lots of ideas but i don't think i had any plans no i didn't have any plans at all i just i just thought denmark did you know anybody here no only my brother uh he, he was living here so. so he kind of like helped you find a place to live get going or yeah yeah i, was, I lived in boarding schools and uh, had the, like a, some years where i lived like one month there and a few months without having any place to live so. yeah uh yeah but to jump a few years um in the future i i came into the art school and in, uh, in Copenhagen, the Royal Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So suddenly, I was a, a student at the Royal Academy of Art. So you must have had an idea, though. You wanted to make art, and you wanted to study art, and just oh, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. work in Switzerland. You were like, I gotta keep doing this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was always with me. I mean, uh, and also, I mean, because for me, it's uh, the, the the whole fan uh, culture, uh, the whole. Uh, uh, being uh, really blown out by by art uh, or uh, comics or uh, you know music being, being a fanboy it's uh, it, i mean it, i was uh, still um, uh, also all the, the years before i was went to art school i was just drawing all the time and reading comics and you know keeping this um, uh, well it was just natural that the this uh, influence cape uh, were, were still there you know mm. but also <laughs> I mean, that you wanted to make things because 
you know, there's a lot of fans who just absorb but don't yeah. create. You know, but I've seen you in, in, in comic books anthologies. I've seen your paintings on the wall. I've seen drawings. You know, you do seem to, with everything you enjoy, you also make music. Yeah, you yeah. Know, everything you enjoy to absorb, you also enjoy to make. That's true, yeah. But I'm, uh, I, I still feel like um, I'm not as good as as my uh, my heroes. You know, I'm, 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 every day is a struggle to uh, to be. I am maybe one day I could become just as good as uh, as this, uh, you know, idol that, yeah. that I have uh, in the music world, the comic, or even art. You know, yeah. I'm not anti art in any way you said traditional but i don't don't know what the word is but i I don't think there is any traditional art really i mean there's like commercial art and Mm. but uh, art is constantly changing right so right and art pre-exists capitalism we know that yeah yeah it's not necessarily just a system a current system now which defines art no no it's uh, if you look at art history it's i mean it's changing all the time you know i'm not uh, I mean, I'm not the stuff that I do. I'm not doing it against any like uh, white cube or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't really interest me. Uh, I, I don't have a problem being both places, really. I mean, being in the art institution and yeah. and being outside of it. I mean, right. did you um, did you enjoy going to the academy here? Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. That was great, and it was also a time when they still have it had money you know well they, <laughs> right. they, they still do have money but now uh, back then they had, i mean you had uh, you had like a studio of course they have that now also but i had like this huge i mean for for years uh, i've been just drawing on a desk you know drawing uh, uh, a4 drawings you know and suddenly i had like a huge room that I, didn't have to to pay for uh, and i had money for materials right and, a stipend to live off of and everything and uh, access to all kind of studios where i couldn't uh, i was basically just uh, abusing the silk screen uh, print studio there at the art school and, that's good because uh, it seems like 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 i do i do some work down there sometimes now and it seems like i'm always wondering where is everybody it doesn't seem like there's so many people actually making shit. I don't know if it's happening at night or or, or what. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, it seems kind of empty. Also because the place is kind of hostile. This uh, this uh, <laughs> castle, there's no. It is yeah. a little oppressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was. Uh, I mean, it was also we went uh, we went traveling uh, to Thailand and Japan and the school uh, did. Yeah, yeah, on wow. student trips, you know. Uh, so it was completely crazy and uh, yeah basically it was just six years of, uh, of partying and working and uh, i mean yeah it's great it but you great. could manage both party and work yeah 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 because that yeah. was my problem when i went to art school i was i was young enough that it was art got sometimes prioritized less than partying and hanging out you know and i wasn't nearly as bad as some of the other people who really had a hard time but like I wonder what would have happened if I'd gone to school later and been a little bit more serious. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think it's uh, it's changed a lot now. Now it's it's much more serious and there's more uh, there's a, a higher demand of of the students of being more I don't know if more the, professional quote professional unquote, unquote, yeah. not productive but yeah you're you're right professional yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and to be able to to focus on uh, on having a career uh, so uh, I think it's it, it has changed quite a lot since. Oh. Um, yeah, but also basically the fact that I could print that meant a lot. Yeah, having access to workshops is amazing because once you get out of school, you realize how hard it can be to get access to certain mm. techniques, materials, yeah. tools, etc. Uh, that can be really, really tough. Um, did you did you have a hard time when you left school? You know, was it all of a sudden like, here you go, real world? Yeah, well, actually, uh, the first year was like, whoa, this is easy to be an artist. And, uh, <laughs> also because it was uh, just uh, just before the the big uh, um, um, financial uh, crash. So this is like mid two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Uh, the two thousand eight was where it went wrong. You know. Yeah. Um, and before that, there was, I mean, 
a lot of uh, of selling going on a lot of people was buying art and did you get involved with the gallery right away yeah yeah i was uh, that's where i had my drawing frame there at klaus's place and mm. and also i had uh, i got uh, a grant and uh, yeah i thought it was very easy to be an artist when i look at what, what i was doing back then now it, it was maybe good that uh, there was a uh, a little, a little wake up call there <laughs> because there was really maybe not enough uh, not enough thoughts in, in those drawings back then uh, just a lot of uh, well uh, easy going uh, colorful drawings yeah know? well I mean that's what happens you always look back at least for me I've got stacks and stacks and stacks of shit I made not even that long ago that I'm like what mm. the fuck what the fuck you know <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, so suddenly there was uh, there was a big void. There where nothing was going on, and you had to suddenly struggle again. Mm. You had to find a job, and well, yeah. So uh, I, I tried to. Um, I kind of learned to to live that way now, and mm. just to have a part time job and mm. and taking whatever is coming. But uh, I don't really, uh, yeah, expect the. I don't really expect expect to to sell any of my drawing. That's ma maybe the major difference from what I'm doing now compared to what I was doing there when there was this big wave of uh, of selling. Uh, mm. I mean, now I, I have no intention of selling any any drawings I'm doing. You know, I'm just. Uh, well, I guess the good news about that is that you don't have to think about other. You know, you can purely make it for yourself, and yeah. the fact that you made it is the success. Yeah, yeah, and then see, you know, hey, if something sells, well, why not? Yeah, but it it also it, it gives you a lot of more freedom. To, yeah, exactly to do whatever you want. Mm. I mean, for me, it's always been about that. You know, to, to yeah, it sounds a bit banal, but it's like the the fact that you can do whatever you want with art. Mm. It's I mean, art is uh, it's equal to to freedom for me. You know? mm. And as soon as uh, I, I made a mistake, probably back then. I realize that now that I mean, thinking commercially, you know, I'm a bit ashamed of that now when I look at the drawings. Well, that's the lesson you learned. I mean, that's not a bad lesson to get. I mean, you could no. have learned it 10 years from now. Let's say the wave had lasted way longer yeah. and you were just like, here we go, you know. Uh, yeah. So, so that's all part of the process, I guess. Yeah, but it's really, for me, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a uh, it's an addiction i mean i, I really i need to draw uh, all the time uh, i mean it's something that i i feel really uh, depressed mm. if i don't do something it's uh, i think that's lucky because i think a lot of people who work in the art world do so based off of some sort of notion that they should not yeah. that they have to you know <laughs> and like i I struggle with motivation sometimes. I guess we all do, but but just knowing that you have to and it doesn't fucking matter mm. whether you sell anything or even show anything or whatever yeah. uh, could be a blessing. But it's uh, it's something I, I try to teach my students also to be like to, to, to sort of zoom in to what it's all about mm. uh, when you work. I mean, for me, the, the just the fact that you can. Put, I mean, the, the satisfaction you get by putting black ink on a white paper, you know, it's just, for me, it's uh, just, I mean, no, not even think about the result at that point, just to have uh, this uh, satisfaction, this uh, smooth uh, The brush, act of doing the, it. Yeah, yeah. And, or it could be a, a tube of oil painting, you know, the, just the fact to... to uh, uh, push the, some painting out of this oil tube is is is, is, is enough, you know. Yeah. If you like doing that, then you, if, I mean, the, there's no reason to to think that you should shoot up the art scene, uh, right, <laughs> the right, world right. with your with your art, you know. Well, I think that, that maybe it's good. Like you, you just mentioned, you try to teach your students that, mm. and it is really easy to forget what it's all about. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've asked a lot of artists and something I think about a lot is like the reason you get into making art is this desire. Let's just say speak generally for freedom. Like mm. you said, art is freedom. Right. Yeah. But then as you go through it, it becomes about networking. It becomes about 
sustainability in terms of finances. Mm-hmm. It becomes about, uh, you know, uh, thinking about what are you part of in terms of other people? What's the current trend? What's our, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, and, 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 and you can, uh, you can forget why you even got there in the first place. Mm. I like to ask artists, are you having fun? Is yeah. it still fun? You know, yeah. people are, you know, half the time the answer is like, Hmm, you know, they have to think about it. Yeah, but it, you get sort of. Um, I mean, I, I, I remember that from from myself also. Uh, uh, when I was a student, I, I had this like uh, blocks, you know, because you have all this talk and you get very confused, and suddenly you uh, you uh, understand uh, art history more and more, and you get all these um, uh, heroes uh, to know, and you you feel like. Well, I, I can't do anything right, like that. that. Well, what can I do with this information? <laughs> yeah, and you, you get like uh, constipated somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of students that are teaching that, that are really constipated. You know, they're so afraid of making an error, you know, and uh, so afraid to make a bad uh, piece, you know, and that's that's what you should do, be doing you know one right, you should be uh, fucking up a lot yeah i mean there's so many there's the way of being a good uh, skillful artist that's that's what i'm uh, i'm going for you know that's my goal to be really uh, good at drawing you know I'm what do you mean good like what is good um well there's uh, many aspects of being good uh, because of course, you can be become very good and skillful at drawing, but still your your drawing are boring, you know. Uh, so it, it's it's a mix of being being good, being uh, I mean uh, to have um, a routine and and to also have, uh, break new grounds, make make a, a find a style that is. That is original and but at the same time playful. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of of demand of what a perfect yeah. a, a graphic art is. You know, for me, it's for yeah. In my case, it's it's the graphic. What is a perfect drawing or perfect piece of, uh, of graphic art or print? You know, I like uh, what, um, for example, uh, the Japanese uh, artist Hokusai. He said it takes a lifetime to become really good at drawing <laughs> or making a, a drawing. You know, I really like that. Yeah, that you you need to invest a whole lifetime to be to to actually make a good <laughs> one one good. Piece. If you make one, uh, uh, I mean, he made the wave, right? Right, uh, and he made that when he was an old man, right? Yeah, he was old. Uh, actually, yeah. I heard that he was uh, that he j- kind of stopped drawing, and then uh, some. A kid in his family was in trouble, and he owed a lot of money. So he had to to make this. Um, he had to to make new prints, and th- that's where he made the the iconic. Well, I don't I don't know what is it called the wave. I, I think know. it's called the wave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, for me, it's. Uh, uh, I mean, I really like that to be the to be have the discipline to just. I mean, work and. But it, it can be really, uh, I mean, difficult to hear that when you're 17 that you're... That okay, can be fucking terrifying. You have, you have to do uh, 20 uh, bad drawings every day if, if you want to become good. Yeah. And, and I mean, you can look forward to that for the next 60 years. And then maybe, <laughs> maybe you'll make something good. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, I mean, yeah, or another hero, obviously, is Robert Crumb, you know, and I mean, look at his drawings now. I mean, they are so uh, amazing, you know, he's he's just so skilled at drawings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, my jaw is dropping and he can draw any, anything and he's, it's still, um, I mean, he, look at his sketchbooks, for example, he just draw uh, whatever, some table and just looks... Uh, really great, you know. Uh, yeah, and it's both like it's it's both uh, so so accurate and so vibrant at the same time. You know, there's the, yeah, he's amazing. But he has he's an old man. He's been doing it forever. Yeah, and he's he's also like drawing every day, uh, mm. all the time. Uh, and that's what that's what you need to do. That's that's just a cold fact that you need to 
to work all the time to become good you know <laughs> but how about the balance though how do you like if you do want to make a career if you do want to earn some of your income off of making art you also have to somehow get it out there you know do you mm-hmm. spend time trying to like <laughs> small talk or whatever the whatever you want to you know like uh, working on your network uh, presenting new work to galleries or i don't know whatever it might be well uh i'm really trying i'm really trying not to and i'm really trying to 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 use or abuse the drawing that i'm making in all sort of all sorts of ways you know using using them for for posters and prints and books and uh, yeah i thought you made concert posters yeah, yeah, that's that's a thing I really like to do. Uh, that's also some, something that go, goes back to stuff that I was exposed to uh, at a young age. The, the whole geek poster uh, scene. I really like doing that. I mean, uh, also it's quite kind of liberating that it's just uh, that it's uh, a piece of information, but still it's uh, like a graphic design and 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 then artwork at the same time you know? yeah uh, right it can be any of those three things or all of those things yeah or... and i like the fact that it's that it has a purpose I mean, of course i'm not saying that art doesn't have a purpose but that i like the fact that you know that uh, the drawing becomes less uh, pretentious yeah. than if you show it in a gallery it's just uh, yeah just a, f- a funny old drawing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and some people might pull it off the wall and save it yeah a yeah. lot of them will get thrown away you know and uh, what? Yeah, you were asking how. Uh, what was the question? How? Uh, how? Yeah, how uh, do you manage uh, if you do it all? It sounds like you don't. But try to like have shows. Try to you know how? How do you take the work out of your stack next to you in the desk mm. and out into the world? Well, um, I guess you're talking about the art world, really. Or... Yeah, but I, I don't mean necessarily commercially. But I mean showing it mm. in, into a, in a well, context. Uh, as I just said. Uh, th- th- Showing it on the, on a on a graphic design is is the way I prefer to show it because mm. it's uh, it's not it's not as scary as uh, as when it's uh, in the white cube or whatever. Yeah, people are are used to looking at uh, posters or record covers. You know, it's it's like a familiar thing, mm-hmm. and I really like showing my my work that way. It it becomes less yeah pretentious. Really, mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, uh, it's it's the ultimate way of. Uh, I don't I don't really think I'm that comfortable in the uh, in in the like commercial art world. But uh, you've done it a fair amount, haven't you? Yeah, I have, I have. But um, um, the more I think of it, the more I, I think that it's uh, it's less you know less fun. Yeah. <laughs> and as you said, it, it's uh, like the primarily goal is to have fun. You know. Right, you can easily get caught up in some other shit, and then you know. Yeah, and sometimes you don't really know what uh, you get confused on what the the whole idea is to to show your work, and I probably shouldn't be saying this because <laughs> I'm uh, probably hurting my own career. But yeah, uh, and also sometimes I, I uh, lately I've been thinking if maybe uh, I'm wrong to to bring all these fields inside the the art scene you know i mean because the art it's very difficult to talk about because there's so many uh, shades uh, from outside to the inside but there is like uh, an institution you might say and it's something that we created it's not always been there you know um i'm uh, much more interested as i said uh, with in art that is uh, in everyday life you know but um yeah i mean there's and also as a as a, um, a consumer of art whatever i mean sometimes i i think that uh, the, the the fact of bringing uh, some piece of reality in the, in the institution is somehow wrong maybe <laughs> i don't know yeah or, maybe do you go to do you go to museums and galleries yeah of course of course yeah um, i see a lot of exhibition um, um and uh, m- many of it is uh, me- mediocre, I think. Yeah. The, I, I mean, you can't really blame artists for being mediocre, and it's it's uh, hard to be good. <laughs> it is, and there's a lot of uh, med- mediocrity in the comic world. Also, I'm, I mean, I'm not uh, I, I, uh, the freedom I'm talking about is also 
about not choosing uh, a camp mm, which, mm. Uh, because I see that a lot of people that are um, maybe in the uh, in the war zone of ah, I'm anti uh, establishment right. or whatever it's, but what I was uh, trying to say before is that uh, when I come to think of what a perfect art world is it's actually just I mean things that are not referring to anything uh, basically, you know, for example, a piece by Donald Judd. Uh, because yeah, these last uh, nights I've, I've been thinking of what is actually some, you know, perfect piece of art, you know hmm. what I mean? And uh, I think that is really like, uh, I mean, that's perfection right there, you know, or maybe you can help me out. Who made this uh, cube that is made of a mirror? On, on 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 each side. Um, I don't actually know. This is also like uh, that's that's perfection, and also there's I, I find this very beautiful that the the absence of of reality and fields is just. There's, I mean, for a contemporary art, it's just for me. It's uh, and I'm not being sarcastic or anything. I just think it's uh, it's really beautiful that you go into the institution and what watch a cube made of uh, of mirrors when it has no information it's just no shining ma- back at you it's just shining back at you and what you're you're really looking at nothing you know and it's, i think it's really beautiful but that's um, so different than what you make right yeah, now isn't it it is but i i'm a, i'm a, as i said the, i'm a consumer you know i i, I fan or whatever i, I just take Mm. all kinds of thing inside and mm. sometimes I'm surprised myself of the fact that I really like uh, Donald Judd or Sol LeWitt for example Sol LeWitt uh, is one of the people who got me into art I saw a big Sol LeWitt show in like 1999 and that's where I was like oh uh, oh I see but the, the, that's what I really like about it it's, and it's also about freedom somehow uh, because you, I go to exhibition and I was I will never I will never search for that you know but suddenly I'm I, I look at a solo wheat piece and I'm like my jaw is dropping mm. and, uh, I don't really understand why. <laughs> well, I think the thing we forget also is that art is free. We yeah, keep going yeah. back to this. Art is free, right? Yeah, but yeah. there's all these like weird little rooms that are built up, which is like, no, 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 art isn't free. This is trendy. This is this. This is that. You know. Mm. And like you say, you can just be like, nah, fuck it. Like music is art. Uh, you know. Uh, it, it it is everywhere. You know. I yeah. Mean, and I was, there's a uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of examples of uh, artists that are that don't call themselves artists mm. at all. That makes like amazing uh, piece of art. Mm. Uh, of course, I'm referring to the whole art boy thing. Mm. You know, uh, people that are that have no pretension of being artists, but right. still are doing uh, works that are a thousand times better than uh, than uh, than mediocre piece that you mm. see everywhere. You know, right, and they <laughs> but, ha- they do it because they have to, or at least they want to. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, of course, the the big difference is that, uh, and that's what Dubuffet is, is also talking about, it, and pointing at himself also is that. The whole uh, thing of being an artist is you have to spend a lot of time networking you have to spend a lot of time uh, doing the application for the for the art funding so you have to talk to people and that gives you like maybe 20 percent of your time to actually make art you know and uh, when you compare that to to people that are uh, well for example there's a lot of uh, shades also of uh, output but a, a, a person was in an institution and just draws every day because that's what makes him or her uh, uh, like a, in some in form of a therapy, for example. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, it's just uh, just much more interesting because they've spent all of the. I mean, it's not possible for us, you know, but the the fact that they spent much more time on drawing and making art is just. It's a whole. It, it's without context. It's just for making it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas there's so much other context. I mean, the truth is, I haven't been able to. I'm trying to finish a project right now. I haven't been able to work on it in probably two and a half months. Mm. Not once. That's my problem. Also, what the yeah. fuck? You know, like what the fuck? Why is it? You know, what? And and so then you have this thing like, okay, there's a financial reality to life. You have to be able to 
you know buy food and uh, yeah but also uh, the the whole funding thing you have to you have to have an idea before you actually i mean so that also have a a negative effect on um many on the the way of of working with art because you have to i mean you can't really make an uh, application with say i want to show uh some paintings that I'm gonna make. Right. I don't know. And how I don't know. Gonna... I'm just gonna make them. Yeah, that's gonna be that. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's a surefire. So the, the clearer the the concept, the easier it is to actually get an exhibition. Do you do you still play the game, the applying for funding game? Yeah, I do apply for fundings. Yeah, I do that. Um, once a year, there's this uh, in Denmark. You, uh, I'm sure you know that you can apply to getting like. Um, money from the state mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that one's more open that one's more like just paying for an artist to work yeah yeah so that one i i, uh, I mean of, of course i'm frustrated by it but like most artists because you really expect a lot and you spend a lot of energy on writing this uh, and then you are super disappointed when you get an uh, when i get a, a zero <laughs> yep i've gotten a zero i think for 10 years in a row now yeah but i have i kind of like the the reality check that there is to it that you have to like write like an exam yeah it's, right. it's not necessarily bad to be forced to think about your work no, in a it's, different way. Uh, it sounds a bit uh it sounds super boring actually but <laughs> i kind of like to just stop once a year and think but it's it gets harder every year to actually it's, even now this uh, conversation is uh, I mean it's so difficult for me to actually explain uh, mm. what it's all about you know and for each year it gets even more and more confusing you know I'm not really uh, I'm not going where it's easier to pinpoint what is what actually is because also there's new influences all the time you know? well I think maybe the question also is just learning how to talk about it in some sort of current language that fits into the art context, you know, because there's such a, like, a, a way of talking about things. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But my problem is probably that I'm I'm in too many uh, areas at the same time. Yeah. So it, it makes it, uh, it makes it difficult to, to make an application for that crowd of people who give money for, for that kind of, well, for one, I mean, they have to have direction to who they should give money to but right but uh well it's institutional it comes from the government right so of course they've yeah. got all sorts of different plans and ideas and ways they have to structure it and then people are yelling at them every year like what the fuck why did you do this mm. you know you're just giving artists free money they're laughing all the way to the bank you know every once in a while there's those articles and yeah, like yeah. the tabloids but what I really think is pathetic is when people are like whining over the the zeros that they get because it's I mean you just have to to do it if you don't get money well of course I'm I'm disappointed also but it's uh, I mean it's, it's 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 your own fault I mean you you asked <laughs> for it you know <laughs> and you if could you, have been a banker yeah if you if you really want to make money and you get money you should just do something else you know mm-hmm. and uh, for me, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I sort of made a pact with myself when I was uh, at that uh, crucial age there that I, I'm gonna make art and I'm gonna make what I'm go- what I want to do and nothing else but that. <laughs> well, I think it's smart. I think it's really smart because it's hard not to be affected otherwise by mm. the whole thing. Because I get really tired of being. Uh, by Danish standards, dirt fucking poor all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard after a while. Uh, and like, granted, I mean, I live in an amazing place. My life is fine. There's mm-hmm. nothing to really complain about. But after a while, you're just kind of like, Ugh. you know. And then you start to think, like, then in those dark nights where you're like, I wonder if I could, you know, what about this? And, and, and you know, I don't really want to spend any time trying to show work. No. But I feel like I have to. I feel like I'm forced to. Mm. I'd rather just make the fucking work. Yeah, yeah. but there's so, there's so many ways to show your work nowadays. You know, I mean, there's yeah. uh, there's nothing that. Uh, I mean, of course, you need some kind of uh, of uh, a stamp of approval from an institution. That's, uh, I mean, that's the biggest hurdle, I guess. Yeah. Of being an artist, you know. But then, uh, then you should. Uh, 
do it i mean do, then you have to ask yourself do you need do you want the stamp of approval or do you want uh, people to actually see your art that's uh, the big question right there yeah, yeah um and and also do you want to compromise with what you're doing i mean uh, uh it's a balance you know i'm compromising uh, i'm not playing hero here i i need to i'm also compromising a lot uh, and sometimes i don't really have a problem with that when i do like graphic design uh, i actually like the 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 fact that you work with somebody and you make uh, you make something with somebody else uh, yeah that uh, seems a little different just because it's a collaboration yeah, it's being, a collaboration yeah, yeah. but it was, what i was uh, saying before it was uh, yeah I'm, i was just wondering if uh, if because for many years i had this ambition to try to uh, convince uh, the art world of what i think is uh, is mind blowing you know and uh, recently i'm just like well uh, there's no reason to do that you know and why i mean i kind of have a problem with uh, when i make an exhibition for example or when i write an application that i'm try, sort of uh, excusing my or explaining why uh, uh, why death metal is uh, is so fucking uh, important you know <laughs> and, and i mean it it becomes this uh, or for example in my case the comics uh, i'm a bit embarrassed by the fact that i'm like sort of trying to defend this uh, this it, world and it becomes in in a press release it becomes really like i'm uh, seeing this from uh, from above I, but it's it's not true i'm in it you know i'm i'm doing the comics i i, I am <laughs> the underground comic uh, cartoonist mm. and the the whole press release thing in an exhibition becomes sort of like when you are it, it feels like you are like a scientist that takes these things uh, and show it to the light with a tweezer you know and look at this phenomenon and right it kills uh, any sort of like realness of it yeah the the real like the the, the love uh, yeah you can say you can use that word uh, the love uh, that you uh, that you get mm. uh, when you're a fan it, it, it's impossible to translate or mm. to actually show uh, other people why it's so fucking great. You know, so. Well, I've thought a lot about how music, so you work with music a lot mm. and music seems to have that advantage over art in a lot of ways that it's just fucking music. Yeah, people yeah. take it seriously. There's money, there's not money, there's underground, there's commercial, mm. all the same sort of shit that happens with art. But no one ever is like, oh, uh, you know, you have to write a three page thing about why this yeah, yeah. is important but that's the whole thing about uh, getting the stamp stamp of approval from the institution i mean that's that's the way to go if you want to uh the, go the traditional way of uh, i mean exhibiting in museums and mm. i mean uh, i'm not sure that's probably different ways but uh, i mean the fact that you need you need a board of uh, experts to tell people this art is great. Right. And the other one over there, that's not ready yet. Yeah, I mean that will never happen in music. People people will not uh, go to a place and say, eh, "What should I listen to? Mm. Uh, is is this good enough?" And then a, a person that are very um, um, yeah authoritarian person would say yeah you should listen to this because this is good you know right. what I, mean? <laughs> I mean there's the, the, the people listen to what they want and uh, i mean there's an audience for for this and a great audience for that and a small smaller audience for that but you, you still i mean if there's nobody who's coming to your shows then i mean i don't know does there will be no shows you know yeah. no concert yeah. and if nobody buys your record uh, then you, you're stuck with 100 uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a bit old-fashioned in that way. I, st I st still like to have the CD, the vinyl, or whatever. Right, the actual material. But the, the fact that you are like you have a direct uh, contact with your audience is. Uh, but yeah, you can't really compare these things. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say before. That is, I mean, it's okay that there is different planets and different worlds, and sometimes they connect, and sometimes they don't. But there's no. I mean, for many years I've been uh, really uh, ambitious and wanted to shake things up and being 
but the more I think about it, the more I'm confused because I, when I say, when I, for example, compare it to music, then there's so many music that I like that is completely like uh, minimal and abstract and um, elite, elitist. Mm-hmm. I'm a really mm-hmm. uh, uh, elitist consumer when it comes to music. You know, I, there's lots of stuff that I uh, that is really like the. Yeah, the music equivalent. Um, how do you call it? Equivalent. Equivalent of uh, like a, a minimal, boring right. piece of not art. Not for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not for everybody. So when I start to uh, in a bar, for example, start to compare these things, that I'm, I get lost very fast because, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, there's there's stuff that I like in in every almost every field you know? yeah <laughs> well it is confusing um and there is all that, i mean we were just talking about the whole uh, uh institution thing there's a lot of musicians that also like that have a very small um public but still get i mean gets money from uh from the state to, mm. I mean, so. But can, I, uh, I've wondered about that because I know also the same applications we write as artists to the state, musicians can also write them. And I wondered, what do they have to write? If you're a jazz bassist, mm-hmm. what do you write? Like, uh, I'm inspired by um, f- birds flying and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if they have to intellectualize it as much as art does. No, but it's about skills. It's about, it's much more about uh, showing your skills. Right. Uh, that's also what I like um, like, uh, uh, with literature and music that it's, it's you're, you're so much more um, um dependent on a, a language that you need to to acquire you need to right. learn it you know you need you need to learn to play an instrument even badly i mean even if you play uh, in a fucked up way on a guitar that it that is not tuned and uh, that only have three strings you need to get your find your own like language you sure know? and that's uh, that's about uh, skill i guess mm. uh, the same with writing you know uh, uh, when you write you there is, I mean, at least you need you need to get, you need to understand a language. <laughs> I mean, you need to spell. Uh, I mean, you, you can't really be a writer if you if you can't spell, right? Yeah. So, and that's the main difference, I think, with the with the art world is that that there is no boundaries at all. You know, uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's uh, it's a bit um, very confusing, I guess, because I mean. And I'm also very old-fashioned in that way. I, I like, uh, as I said before, uh, I like being good at something. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be good at something. And when I look at other artists, I like to look or a musician. I like to see somebody that is very skilled at something. You know, and um, in the art, uh, contemporary art scene, that's. Mm, there's none of that, you know. It's uh, completely uh, vanished. <laughs> There's yeah, no just these like hierarchies and tiers, and uh... that's what uh, that's what's left of it. It's just, uh, and I underst- I really understand that people get confused, you know, uh, and also the big public because I mean, what uh, anything can, I mean, right? What the limit is maybe uh, what is the it's is the law really? I mean. It, you can't really do something illegal, but the rest of it is uh, completely open. You can do anything, really, right. in, in this in this field. You know, once I had an exhibition uh, for many years ago, and I, uh, I put my jacket on the floor, you know, just because uh, I need to take my jacket off. <laughs> and uh, short, shortly after, there was a, this guy who comes with his hand behind the, his back, you know, and look at this jacket like if it was right. uh, huh. I mean, interesting yeah yeah but i mean and i, I st- still uh, uh, i've been studying art for six years i'm still very confused you know mm. uh, and the, the the fact that there is no um there's no skill involved uh, right well it's not necessarily there is skill for some people but for other people there isn't at all yeah. you know, i've noticed the art students at the academy here they don't really know how to do anything 
but they're mm-hmm. very good at, at formulating ideas. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying they're not talented because they are very much better than I am mm. at formulating ideas and, and, and uh, theoretical approaches, et yeah, cetera, yeah. et cetera. But they don't know how to draw a fucking tree to save their life. No, no. Uh, or to use the darkroom in my case or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, you know. but uh, so personally, I just find that sad. I mean, because it's not, I mean, it's not coming back, you know. Uh, so if, I mean... It might, it might. There's at least, for example, so I'm a, I work with analog photography with mm. the darkroom and those traditional materials, which started to disappear, but it's actually coming back now. Oh, there okay. is an increase in interest. Okay. So whether it'll come back at the same level, I don't know. I have no mm. idea. But it seems like the curve is going up again. Yeah. So yeah. there's always hope, some some sort of hope, or else just that people will say fuck you to the art schools, and. Uh, you know, do it their own way. Yeah, but um, if you look at it uh, uh, with this art historian uh, glasses, it's really like like the whole modern art thing is about dismantling the the the, the painting or the, the technique. You know, it's just uh, right, and it's like a progression for many people. The, the that's why I'm, I keep saying that I'm a bit old-fashioned is because I, I, I think this progression is kind of sad, you know, that uh, in art school people see uh, the progression as a, something that is getting like, like it's falling apart somehow and it's, uh, it's kind of um, not so positive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, recently I, I just enjoy more art from uh, like... Uh, Late medieval paintings and Renaissance paintings. Because, Albrecht Durer. Yeah, Dürer and Cranach. And all. The last time I went to the Staines Museum for Kunst, I, I spent more time in, the, in on the third floor there were, were all these paintings from that time. Mm. Not only because they are skilled, but also because they are so like fleshy and bloody and uh, they are I mean, fleshy uh, and bloody that's a good way to put it <laughs> i mean they're really like and that's how i mean I, I still think that that's how humanity is today i mean i don't really believe in this whole modern way of thinking i, I understand that we wish to be modern you know but we're not we're not modern we are we fleshy are, and bloody we are at war and we are there's horrible diseases and there's a crippled person and mm. i mean this, uh, the world is really uh, uh, disgusting, you know, still. <laughs> and I, I, I see so, some, for some reason, I just see myself, I, I see uh, my own time. Uh, I, I, the whole thing of reflecting uh, uh, society is a bit uh, difficult to, to, to see mm. uh, for, for me in, uh, in the contemporary art scene. Because it's about being modern, yeah. mm. <laughs> pretending that you're above it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, does it help? I mean, the good news is right there. You've got a lot of material to work with for the rest of forever. You know, like just that idea right there. There's so much to grab onto. Which one idea? The idea about the fact that we do live in a horrible, messy shit show of a time i wish know. we weren't really i mean i i understand the the, the modern dream you know but uh, it's just not uh, not reality <laughs> it hasn't been so far at least that's for fucking sure it's just uh, it's just more hidden you know uh, that's what it's what it is now right. it's, we just uh, for us it's it's hidden yeah all the, the nasty stuff is is hidden that's mm. why I, I think those paintings from from the renaissance uh, are just much more uh, honest some mm. some ways you know mm. the, the, all these uh, uh, disgusting right. uh, persons uh. death and life <laughs> and all that well i mean i think i th- i guess my 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 final question is is whether teaching helps you clarify to some degree i'm very interested in teaching as a as a practice too yeah 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 i, I, I love teaching i really do um I'm, I'm also because uh, you you are forced to uh, say something, you know. So <laughs> you just stand there. You have to do something. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, they're, they're all uh, ambitious uh, students. Are, uh, all have uh, a way of doing art, and some of it you just don't like it. I mean, pers- I mean, that it doesn't match with your taste. But still, you have to say something, you know. So sometimes you're really surprised of what comes out of uh, of your mouth and what you. Uh, I mean, what's uh, it, it makes you a better artist, I guess, because you like 
you you're forced to to understand other way of, uh, of thinking and also guiding um but without the whole taste right thing right because um, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier how there are no boundaries so you have to treat it with equal respect to the stuff that you enjoy yeah, yeah because it's, it's so much about it's so much about choices always you know you have to take it i mean you can't you can't do everything that's uh, that's what i thought i mm. could for many years but you really need to to choose to do one thing you know i don't know about that you make music you do graphic <laughs> design you do drawing uh, you do painting maybe i should uh, maybe i should uh, boil it down oh yeah that's uh, that's the talk but uh, of course i'm a, a bit restless uh, i get easily bored with doing mm. I mean, I hate uh, practicing, for example, music. Uh, so I am uh, more into just recording. Uh, just fucking shit up. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, uh, the fact that you. That yeah, you have to make choices when when you're an artist. You, I mean, you really do. I mean, it's. I understand that people are confused because they are. And so many, so many choices, you know. <laughs> Too many. Too many choices. And well, that's part of growing up, right? Because when you're a teenager, you don't realize that every choice that you make involves saying no to four hundred thousand others. Yeah, yeah, you have to say no to a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you realize, you know, oh wait, to do this, I can't do that. So, cool. Well, uh, thank you for your time. Thank you. High five for choices. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> And thank you for listening to this episode of the Undergang Armchair. The intro and outro music was faithfully provided by Johnny Ripper, and today's interstitial music was provided by Saberlike. You can find links to their music and tons of other conversations with great people on our outsider movement of a website, undergang.net. If you do like the show, we would appreciate it if you take the time to leave a review on iTunes. It helps others find us. It's the greatest favor you could do us. Thanks so much for joining us.